0: happening this morning in Kelowna is just devastating. We're starting to get some updates right now about what has happened overnight to that McDougall Creek wildfire. Looks like it has grown exponentially, about six times larger now than it was last night. Uh, multiple structures have burned. There'll be a complete update coming at 10 o'clock this morning, and we'll have that for you here at 980 CKNW. But right now, Jamie Tewheel joins us from Global News Okanagan. Jamie has been, you know, practically up all night posting video, letting us know what is going on going on on social media. Jamie, thanks so much for being here.
1: My pleasure. How are you?
0: I'm good, thank you. More importantly, how are you? What is it like where you are?
1: Well, I am uh, tired, dehydrated, and uh, quite frankly, Sydney, heartbroken. It's uh, been absolutely devastating to watch, as you mentioned. Um, This really came, I don't want to say out of nowhere, but I don't think anybody anticipated uh, the level to which it's reached. Um, This uh, McDougal Creek wildfire was sitting at about 32 hectares on uh, Tuesday evening, and then it just absolutely ballooned uh, in, in on Wednesday and then into yesterday. I think Wednesday night it was at 64, and then we woke up yesterday, it was 300, but they were having a very difficult time getting uh, any sense of the size of this because visibility was so poor, so aircraft was grounded for much of the day, um, but uh, we saw the video that was being submitted by our viewers and, and our reporters in the field, and we knew this thing was going to blow up, and by about seven o'clock last night, when uh, West Kelowna Fire and a number of other emergency officials uh, updated us, they said, "Look, our, our um, aerial attack has been called off, and uh, this is going to this is going to grow significantly overnight." But I don't think anybody anticipated to see what we saw; those those images that you've seen online, on Twitter, on social media, uh, it's scary, and, and quite frankly. Uh, and I hate to use this term, but it looked like hell on earth. Uh, yeah. where we were.
0: it really does look like that from the videos that uh, we have seen there. So you, you mentioned some of the numbers there. So 300 hectares, what, 24 hours ago to something like 6,800 hectares this morning?
1: Yeah, that's correct. We don't have a, an exact figure yet. Again, as you pointed out, um, we will be getting an update in about 90 minutes time. So we will get uh, full numbers. And again, I think barring some visibility issues, that's what we're looking at about north of 7,000 hectares at this point. So it is, uh, yeah, over six or seven times in size since yesterday. It's massive. Yeah. And uh, they have confirmed, as you mentioned as well, some structural loss. We just don't know how much. Um, So we'll get those uh, those details again in about 90 minutes or so.
0: Okay. So, Jamie, can you give us an idea then for people who have been up that way? What area are we talking about here and how many homes or building structures were there in these areas?
1: Well, the uh, it, it started in West Kelowna. So anybody that's been um, into the Central Okanagan knows that you've got Kelowna, uh, West Kelowna, sort of Peachland to the south. So we're sort of in West Kelowna here, um, just just north of Peachland, and then you've got the bridge that takes you into Kelowna. So the McDougall Creek wildfire started uh, in s- sort of the Rose Valley, Shannon Lake, uh, Bear Creek area of West Kelowna um and then again last night at around seven o'clock when they called off the aerial attack the fire officials said you know this thing's going to spread but not you know not as quickly as, as they anticipated i think and they called this what happened was these ambers from these huge plumes of smoke are going up into the air and they're dropping over the lake on the Kelowna side and that's popped up a couple of fires on the Kelowna side of things so a number of evacuation orders and alerts over there as well so it is a widespread area but in terms of um you know, subdivisions, really populated rural areas, were not there yet. And, and the last update we got in terms of where this fire is, is about two to four kilometers away from any of those major subdivisions. And you know that these crews are hitting this thing hard to avoid any of that kind of devastation. Most of the structural loss was in very remote areas, way up in the hills, sort of in the backcountry, so to speak, except for... Uh, Last night, when this fire crept over the mountain and towards the lake, uh, Okanagan Lake in downtown Kelowna, those are the images you saw and uh, a lot of structural loss there as well.
0: What has the evacuation been like? So we know that there's a couple of thousand people under order to leave and thousands more on alert to be ready to leave. What has that process been like?
1: It's been terrifying for a lot of people, a lot of anxious um, hours overnight and just to give you a little story, what we did, uh, Sydney, my, my colleague and I, Sydney Morton, we were, uh, when we saw that this uh, fire had jumped the lake, uh, we went over to um, the Clifton Road area, which is on the Kelowna side. And we were heading up into that direction. And before tactical evacuations were even issued, you could see lines, scores, hundreds of cars coming out of the area. So before people were even told to evacuate, they were packing up their stuff and going because the images and the just the, the visuals that they saw from their own balconies, watching the west side burn and this fire creep over to them, they weren't taking any chances. They got out of there.
0: And so, what have the plans been like, Jamie, from your sense of things? Because this isn't the first time this has happened in Kelowna, right? In fact, isn't this the 20th anniversary of the, of the last time there was a large fire in Kelowna?
1: To the day, Simi. In fact, yeah, it was. Uh, we were running a story. Uh, on the 20th anniversary, we had about eight minutes of coverage on our 5 p.m. cast, and that was around the time we were getting word of the McDougall Creek wildfire. But as I mentioned earlier, it was only 32 hectares at the, at the time. But, yeah, the fire you're referring to was the Okanagan uh, Mountain wa- Park wildfire. That was in 2003. Absolutely devastating. Now, again, too early for this one to determine if it's sort of on par with it in terms of the level of destruction. We'll get more uh the sense of structural loss when we get an update in uh in about 90 minutes time. But this thing's far from over. Winds are really gusty here. And uh, there is a lot of um, anticipation that things are going to get worse before they get better. We're already hearing of another wildfire up in Lake Country, which is about a 30 minute drive out of of Kelowna's downtown core. So a lot more spot fires to come and a lot of work for these firefighters ahead.
0: Residents just must be exhausted by this. There must be so much concern right now.
1: Oh, absolutely. And uh, you can see it um, in the faces of people uh, just watching people sort of look at that destruction last night. Those images of, of you know, the West yeah. Side basically burning. You could see people embracing each other and really just uh, in disbelief, to be honest, because, uh, again, it, it was Jason Brolin, the, the West uh, Kelowna fire chief, was saying, look, you're going to see some pretty awful images tonight. He knew um, what it was going to look like. I don't think people get a sense for these wildfires during the day. I think the night really exacerbates um, how bad they are. I'm not trying to underplay it whatsoever, but right now the fires look significantly better than they did last night, but that's not to suggest that they are. Uh, winds are picking up, as I mentioned, and spot fires are, are, are popping up all over the place.
0: Oh, boy. All right, Jamie. Take care, and thank you so much for that update. We appreciate it.
1: My pleasure. If I can just add one thing to yep. me, if that's okay. Absolutely. Go um, ahead. Yeah, well, just for anybody that's uh, in the lower mainland, considering coming to the interior, maybe reconsider. Um, we've seen it all summer long with a lot of people on boats in Okanagan Lake or, or down in the Soyuz and Oliver. Um, when, when emergency officials and these aerial attacks are dipping into the water to get you know, the, the skimmers to get water onto these fires, a lot of the times they're being delayed because boaters are there. I can only imagine if you were somebody who was about to lose your home and watching aerial attacks get delayed because people want to be on boats. So just something to consider for anyone listening, considering coming here for the weekend. If you do, just stay out of the way of emergency officials. Let them get this thing under control.
0: That is very good advice. We'll put that word out there. Jamie, thank you.
1: Thanks, Timmy. Appreciate it.
0: Take care. That's Jamie Tewheel, Global News, Okanagan, anchor and reporter giving us the update. There is an official full update coming from wildfire officials at 10 a.m. this morning, and you will hear that right here. I know Mike Smith is going to be covering that as well. It's just really hard right now, as Jamie pointed out. That We know this fire is huge. It's gone from... A couple of hundred hectares to 6,800, almost 7,000 hectares in the span of about 24 to 36 hours. And the wind this morning in that area is even stronger than it was last night. So there is a lot of concern about what is happening there right now. And as Jamie and I were talking about, almost to the day, it has been 20 years since the 2003 Okanagan Mountain Park fire. You may remember that. I know I do. Uh, That displaced 33,000 people who were forced to flee their homes. It caused millions of dollars of damage. That one started with a lightning strike and it grew to something like 250 square kilometers, double the size of the city of Vancouver at that time. And there were dozens of homes that were lost as a result of that fire so that's very much in the minds i think of people in that vicinity who lived through this the first time it's just a bit of a nightmare scenario unfolding there again so lots of updates to come keep it tuned in right here for the very latest and jamie made such an important point there maybe you had plans to head up that way you know this weekend or in the next week or so best to hold off on that right now it just sounds like everything is in flux they need the lake They need the lakes up there to help out with the wildfire uh, situation. So, yeah, best to hold off on that. But, of course, we'll keep you posted on how things are going.